The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey, Chicklets, what's up? I'm Sarah Gretzky. And I'm Natalie Buck. And we are the hosts of your new favorite podcast, The Net Chicks. Have no fear because the chicks are here and ready to talk about all the shows you are too afraid to admit that you binge last weekend. So get ready to laugh your ass off because we are ready to go. And action. Good morning, Natalie. Good morning, Sarah. How are you? This is so fake. This is so fake. No, like beyond fake. Like if I because... if I turn on this episode, I'd throw up and I'd click next. No, because right as we said the countdown, fucking Ty just knocks on my door and shows me the monitor and asks me why he like figure it out. Oh God, Ty. It out. She's screaming? What's happening with this? She's asleep. It doesn't get easier than that, okay? Like she's asleep. She's asleep. As Ty, she's asleep. Do not touch. Do not move. Do not disturb. Natalie, happy Thursday. I'm currently drinking a cold coffee, so it couldn't be less of a happy morning. How you doing? You know, I am good. I'm a little bit better than the last time we talked, just in regards to the whole Mr. Anxiety. Mm -hmm. But I think I'm good. I'm okay. I'm 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 really really loving that. Hold on, Ty is walking in. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Please continue, Natalie. You're doing much better. I'm, I'm doing much better than I was last week. And I think that I have, I need to like attribute that to the weather just because it's starting to feel like fall in New York and we have pumpkin spice lattes that are out and about. I have yet to have one. Oh no, I did have one. Sorry. You did. But I've only had one. I don't want to get burnt out, but I'm just, I'm needing fall and I'm needing some change. No, you know that that's a real thing. Like not to get all dark and deep on you, but seasonal depression is a thing. Like the weather 1000% does affect the vibe and the energy. And my friend, I've been in Colorado for a hundred years and my energy is on a hundred. It is chilly in the morning. It rains in the afternoon. A bitch is living. And so I, I get you. I totally get you with the fall. And honestly, Natalie, tell me something better than fall in New York city. No, like absolutely. Like (laughs) no, but I might, I might go as far as to say, I think fall. Yeah. Um, because I don't, you know, I don't live like uptown where like the tree and all that is like, actually mm-hmm. thank God, because mm-hmm. I would like turn into Scrooge or whatever his name is. <laughs> Wait, but how can I have seasonal depression if it's like supposedly like the happiest season of them all? Like summer, well, like people like I hate summer, like I, I don't want summer to be over. That's false. And I will tell you how you can be depressed during the summer. Let's look at Los Angeles. Let's look at the people of Los Angeles. The sun is shining 24 seven, 24. Well, not really 24, you know, it gets dark. People go to sleep. You know what I'm saying? The sun is always shining. Okay. Those people are popping the depression pills, like nobody's business because sometimes you don't want to see the fucking sun. I'll say it. Sometimes you want to see Natalie. I want to know, have you ever seen the rain coming down on a sunny day? My sister lives in Amsterdam the sun is always shining during a certain period of time. And she said it gets a little crazy. Okay. When it's 2am and the sun is, sh- is shining, it's a little crazy. So I feel you. Are you sure that's a thing, Sarah? I've been to Amsterdam and it was fully dark out. Well, you nighttime. went to Amsterdam during the right season. Summer. Oh, oh, okay. 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 You're right. Well, wait, let me see. She came to visit last. No, it's fine. You're right. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. But it's so funny because I was just telling, I was just talking to my friend Courtney and we were saying like, sometimes like I really don't want the day to be like beautiful and sunny out in New York. Like sometimes I really want rain and sometimes because it's like when the sun is out and then you're sitting in your apartment and you're looking out the window at the sun, like you feel like you need to get out and you feel like you need to like go be doing something. You need to be productive. And it's like when it's raining, I can't, what, what do you want me to do? I can't leave my apartment. It's raining. 
But then on the flip side, I will argue, you know, people in Portland and Seattle, you know, it's always raining. And then those people, oh. the weather, of course, affects their hormones, not hormones, <laughs> the, weather, <laughs> the weather, the weather, bottom line, weather is wild, man. Weather is wild. And speaking of hormones and babies, Becca. Oh, yeah. I've been holding on to that one. You guys. Sarah's sister Becca is pregnant and I loved her caption. She was like, ready or not, like whatever yeah, she right? said. It's like, you don't really have a choice. Yeah. I mean, was she ready for baby number two? She wasn't, but here we are. And I'm going to let her do this one on her own. That's been my response to every single person being like, oh my God, your sister's pregnant. Last time she announced you were, no, it's not happening. It's, it's, oh my God. I People are asking if, if now you're trying to get pregnant because mm -hmm. you guys were pregnant at the same time. Well, just because like the timing, I guess, like if she's ready, then I'm ready. I'm not, I'm not. Oh I'm God. Not. I'm not ready. I'm not I'm ready not. for you to have another baby. I'm not. Natalie, totally do a segue. I had a wild, I am. No, I, I need to hear I everything. I'm like a festival goer. I'm a festival gal. <laughs> Hit me with everything. And can okay, you explain um, to people why you went? I'm just going to give like the quick-ish version. I think Reggie already knows. We spoke about it briefly. My, I'm in Telluride and Telluride Film Festival is one of the biggest festivals. To quote a friend who was working it, she said that most people desire their films to be in Venice Film Festival and then Telluride and then Toronto. And so here I am at the number two film festival in the world. People eat your heart out. And... I had, I hadn't planned it because I didn't know if I would be here, wouldn't be here anyways. I had a friend from high school who I haven't seen him forever. And she happened to be in Telluride and she works for Robert Downey Jr. And we've been going back and forth and she's like, you know, I'll get you tickets. He has a documentary coming out. You guys, big doc gal. If you're new to the podcast, news flash. I love documentaries. So when she said that, I was just, I didn't want to get excited, but I was kind of hoping like, oh my God, please God, I would love to go attend cut to her texting me at three o'clock on a Friday saying, Hey, I have one ticket for tonight at the nine 30 world premiere screening. I said, Julia nine 30 for a movie for me alone. I'm in. So I went, <laughs> I did, did it. You just sound like you just sound <laughs> like somebody. I don't know. Oh God. You sounded like a housewife. I'm in. Okay. Keep going. Sorry. I did it. And it was one of those things, which I know this is so minor people, but just bear with me all day. I had been trying to talk myself out of it because I was like, I don't want to drive to the movie alone. I don't want to go sit in a theater alone. She had already told me it is very depressing. So I was like, I don't want to cry all night. I don't want to get home at midnight for sis to get up at six, whatever. I was going through every scenario in my head. And honestly, plot twist. My mom was the one who's like, you got to go, you got to do this. You're going, you're doing it. And, and so it was one of those things where obviously afterwards I was so glad I went. If there's something that you really are trying to talk yourself out of, but your gut and your heart knows you need to do it, just do it. Just do it. Okay. I was going to say like, I feel like the most, the best, most unexpected nights just always come when you're debating whether or not you should go this or that. Should I go like it? it but I, I'm so happy that you went because like that is you, you lived like a perfect night for me. I, like, I did. Although I did think about you, Natalie, when this comes out to be determined how you're going to feel about it. Honestly, what I don't even know what so, okay. movie you saw. Let me give you the preface. So it's called Senior, and it's a documentary about Robert Downey Jr. and his father. And his father was an underground filmmaker in like the 70s and 80s. I'm sure your dad knows all about it. I knew nothing about him. I had heard Robert Downey Jr., you know, I've heard like the jokes about him like going to prison and being wild, and obviously Iron Man. Never seen an Iron Man and really don't know much about him. This nothing. documentary. I know nothing. nothing. No. Other of course I went. I went home and Googled for till 2 a.m. Same. I knew nothing except for Iron Man. Well, I knew that he was like sober, right? Or something yes, about yes. that. Like yes. something like, no, I don't you're know. Right. I feel so, like whenever I get like, remember those like BuzzFeed article things that would yeah. be like celebs that sh would shock you that they're sober or whatever. Oh. I don't know. 
No, he is. He is one of them. And I learned obviously afterwards why, but the documentary, it's the same. I just want to get my facts right before I go into, you know, what it is. So the director is, oh, here we go. Oh, are you kidding me? I can't find his name. Well, the reason, oh, I'll, I'll help. I'll talk while you search that. I just am so like happy that you went because that's something that like I literally would have never imagined that you would do alone. And like, there's something you guys that is so into, it's like an intimate moment with yourself and your mind when you go to a movie alone. And I don't know why I can't really explain it. I guess I just did, but like just when you're sitting in the back of that theater and you're away from everybody and you're focusing on you know, everything that's happening on screen and you, you're in your thoughts. And then like, also whenever I like leave a movie, I walk down the stairs and I exit the theater, like as that character, like, do you ever like imagine that you're like in a movie? No, totally. Okay. I found it. Thank you for talking. Okay. Natalie. I wait, can I just say something? None of that made sense. And like to anybody, (laughs) to anybody that is listening, that just listened to me, try and like fill air. I'm so sorry. Natalie, I didn't hear a word you said. Yeah, I know. (laughs) No, I was trying to listen. Okay, Chris Smith is the director. Let me read you some of the documentaries he's done, okay? How did I not remember that name? After all that, like the two most basic names. Okay, keep going. Okay, ready? Bad Vegan. Uh 100-Foot Wave. Oh. Fire Festival. He did the Fire Festival documentary. Oh, Operation Varsity Blues, the one about the like scandal about the parents paying for college or not paying for, I don't even know, that one. Jim and Andy. I don't know if you saw this documentary. It's the Jim Carrey documentary. It came out in 2017. I've seen it. I've seen it like three times. Is that where they filmed Jim on set playing that bad director? Yes. Yes. That was, you guys, that's wild. I was like, what am I watching? That was Jim so and, wild. No, wow. Yeah, I, I watched it. I feel like at the beginning of COVID. So it's giving like yes, Kobe yes, vibes. Exactly. Um, this one I haven't seen. Shocker to no one. The Disappearance of Madeline McCann. I listened oh. to the podcast, but that one went super viral. It's about the little girl who went missing because her parents went to dinner and left her in the hotel room with the door. Crack. Was this like recently or like, I feel yeah. like I remember my aunt being like talking. Yeah. About people them. are super, super, super invested anyway. So it's that director. And this was a documentary that Robert Downey Jr. Originally planned to do where he confronts his father, him and his father have had a very volatile relationship. His father gave him weed when he was six years old to smoke. It's intense. It is extremely intense. Oh, and no, see that. I, I, why, why would you think that that is like a hundred percent up my alley? Well, okay. Job. No. So let me get to it though. Okay. So it started off as him wanting to confront his father. Okay. Cut to the year 2020. Everything went kind of to shit. So then in turn, it turned into really him interviewing his dad. So it became more about them it's it's so beautifully. I mean, Trudy is going to quake at the way it's done. It's it's kind of hard for your average Joe to follow or care. Sorry, I didn't mean to say Joe. Your dad's name is Joe. Okay, your average. I'm deeply Jim. offended. <laughs> I just realized, like, why do they say Joe? Like, why is it average Joe? Because like Joe's the most average name. Like Joe. Really, I think like... John is. Well, John too. Okay. Anyways, I digress. This documentary was three years in the making, so I'm not spoiling anything, but his father has very, has, no, it's not a spoiler. You can literally, everybody knows his dad died. He died like a year ago. But what we didn't know is that they were making a documentary as he was dying. And so then there's that aspect to it. It's, and and anyone who, you know, my friend was like, you're gonna, it's gonna really hit you because you're so close with your dad. I'm watching it though it'll hit you if you're close with your dad and it'll hit you if you're not close with your dad. You know, it's one of those films that my biggest fear, I think I've said on here before, you know, is, is death. I, it keeps me up at night. And this is a documentary that slaps you in the face with death. And we're watching a man struggle with his, you know, it's, it is deep. It is, it's, I've never seen anything like it before. I am like, I can't wait to see that. But like you know what, what you're, you just you're said, like it's, it slaps me in the face with death. Like it's so weird. Cause the other night I was laying in bed 
had a couple gummies naturally. And I'm just thinking, I'm like, what the hell? Like, no, I can't. I, it's, I, I can't even like enter that conversation. Like no. what happened? Like, no, I can't. I'm, I can't. No, Natalie, no, I'm no, like, I'm not, I, I can't. No, like I, I literally like, where do you go? Uh, no, no, no one really knows. Uh, okay. okay. No, like I, I, I physically can't. And so cut to me sobbing in the theater, sobbing, physically heaving. I don't think there was a dry eye. I really don't. And it's just a, it's a really beautifully delicate, dark story in an hour and a half. Look at you. I'm like, I'm so, I'm, I'm, I'm so jealous that you had that experience. I like I can't I, even say it, but I, I honestly, I, I'm not worthy. Like you, you should have been there, but I will say because it was a documentary, I should be there because you know, I live for a doc, but it was emotional. And then he spoke afterwards, you know, it was, it was interesting. And Robert Downey, I am a fan. Okay. He made a fan out of me. The guy is funny. Sure. People like really, really love him. And as you said, I know nothing about him, but I'm, I'm so happy that you had that experience. And I am too senior. It will be out. I'm sure. I don't know how film festivals like work. I'm sure it'll be out later this year. They, I got a little insider info on where it will be. Stay tuned for that. You know, speaking, coming um, to a screen near you. Speaking of docs. Or, or I, w- I was just going to quickly oh. say, speaking of film festivals, the Venice okay. Film Festival is going on right now. And, you know, we touched on that. I'm just going to give a quick update on the Harry Please. Styles, Olivia Wilde drama. Oh, Jesus. Florence Pugh has skipped out on all of the interviews. So they all just did interviews like, you know, where they're sitting at the yeah, table yeah. with the headphones in. So she skipped oh. out on that. She's still going to walk the red carpet. She has just touched down. But then Olivia Wilde today in, or whenever, six hours ago, I don't know. I, I can't do the time difference. Whenever this was, either today or yesterday, said like, I'm so great. She kind of touched on it. She goes, I'm so grateful that Florence is here because I know that she's filming Dune and it's very, very hard for directors to lose an actor. So she kind of like segued around it like, Maybe did she just drama. did she like, just steal the narrative? Did Olivia just like, totally? Yeah, like basically being like, well, Florence like is in the middle of filming a movie, and like it's very very hard for actors. Florence you know, is like, s- no, bitch, I can't stand you. Yeah, so she's gonna walk oh. the red carpet. Still, I find it very interesting. I find it respectable though. Harry and Olivia on opposite sides in all the photos. I guarantee. I'm calling it now. I mean, this is we're filming this ahead of time. I do not think they will be walking the carpet hand in hand. I think they will be as a group. I think they'll be on opposite sides of each other because the last thing, well, that's what she should do in my opinion, because the last thing you want to take away from your film is you and Harry to be the cover of everything. And it's just going to, so I'm very excited to hear the reviews because we have no Rotten Tomatoes score yet. We have nothing zilch on this movie. Zilch. Um, Can I just say something? Timothy Chalamet showed up to the Venice film festival, like red carpet he looked like my art teacher. Like what? Like, I, I don't understand it. Like, do you want, I know you don't get it with Harry Styles, but could you see how, like, would you pick Harry or Tim? Natalie, if you don't think I get Harry, what makes you think I'm going to get Timbo? I couldn't point that man out if he slapped me in the face. If he came up to me and well, sucker punched me it. in the throat. <laughs> you wouldn't feel it because he weighs the amount of a toothpick. Like, I was imagining myself. I'm like, if we ever wound up in a situation. You love pre- playing this game. No, I would. Natalie oh, loves I, to imagine herself on top of thin men. <laughs> it, <laughs> I, I knew it, what you were going to say before. You like, I just like his rib cage would snap in half. Here's I, the, the guy thing. is one pound. Call me crazy. Harry is not one pound. I do know that. Harry has a little more meat. What is Timothy Chalamet? Charlemagne or Chalamagne? Chalamet? Chalamagne. No. What's his last name? Timothy Timothy (laughs) Chalamet. Okay. French. What has Timothy Chalamet been in? Because I live under a rock and I can't name one film. I don't know the hype. I don't get the hype. I said it. He... He was in the Call Me By Your Name with Army Hammer. Never seen if it. Army nibbled on any of Harry's toes. <laughs> oh, <during that. laughs> red flag! Um, inappropriate. 
Oh, I'm sorry. Is Army Hammer untouched? Please going. Please going. Because uh, I, I can't name little one. Little women. Little women. Uh, must have missed he that one in- too. You didn't see Little Women? No, I didn't. Keep oh, going, so, please. Uh, whatever. That's it. I, um, Dune. I don't know. Whatever. He's in a lot of movies. Besides the point, I don't get the hype with him. And No, I don't just, either. I've one more quick tidbit before we talk about documentary that we're discussing today. Did you see the Spencer Pratt, Lisa Kudrow drama? No, I didn't. Enlighten. Okay. So, <laughs> oh God. Spencer Pratt, Spencer Pratt is all over TikTok, you guys. Like just, and somebody asked him, who's the rudest celebrity that you've ever met? Spencer Pratt immediately says Lisa Kudrow. And Excuse- he goes and, t- and tells this story. Spencer's story was, he goes, the year was 2009 and Heidi and I were invited to our first elite A-list party. It was clear when we got there, no one wanted us there. Blah, 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 blah. It was almost like we were being punked. And as we were sitting there consuming a little caviar, thank you, Spencer, for this update. Oh, please. Phoebe, he calls her Phoebe, approaches which was a little shocking as no one has, you know, spoke, no, no one was speaking to us at the party. And I, and Lisa Goudreau says to Spencer Pratt, says to Heidi that you need to get away from me as fast as possible because I'm going to murder her and that she has the eyes of a serial killer. Excuse me. Lisa Kudrow said to Spencer Pratt that Heidi has the eyes of a serial killer. Yeah. And according to Pratt, Montag waited to see if it was a joke before realizing it clearly wasn't like, and then she just walked away. It was obviously a joke, Spencer. Obviously a joke. And it was 2009. Picture this. It's 2009. Heidi has just completely transformed her entire body. They've blown all their money on Birkins and how, I mean, oh, Spencer. Just wanted to throw that tidbit in before we discuss the documentary that I can't wait to discuss. So I know I can't Spencer, wait either, but go Spencer, rub a crystal. T- I, rub a crystal and and oh oh oh, sorry to backtrack. Can you believe I saw Anne Hathaway? Can we just talk about that for a second? The amount of time we've sp- we've spent on this podcast talking shit about this woman, and then she appears behind me in the tacos at the taco stand, like, the taco truck. What? What was her demeanor like? Okay, like, so her demeanor. If, her demeanor if was she was wearing was a standing behind me. I, I. Oh, really? Because you hear the voice, and it it sent shivers down my spine. I can't even imagine her voice right now. She she yes, wore I a can. big hat, yes, sunglasses, and a in a big outfit. And she had her son with her, and and I just like all what I could is hear Anne was Hathaway do at night. Oh, I don't know. I don't know what she's doing at night, but during the day, she's, she's just odd. Yeah. Very odd. But like the other night I was thinking about like celebrities, like just like, it's a very funny game that I play. Like just imagine them like hopping into bed at night. Like is Anne Hathaway doing a skincare routine and then getting in bed and like turning on TV? Like I love imagining what those people do in bed at night or not in bed, but like she reads like books. She's definitely like reading a book. Well, I don't know if you ever saw all this go down, but she went, she had a wild couple years where she was pretty wild, if you ask me. And then one time she went on Watch What Happens Live out of nowhere and was like, yeah, actually I'm sober. And Andy was like, wait, what? And she's like, yeah, I decided I'm not going to drink till my son turns 18. Okay. All right. What do you think her drink is going to be? What what drink of choice do you think she's going to pick when her son turns she, 18? This is a fun game. She seems like a bourbon kind of girl. Like, I just see her, like, sipping something dark. I was going to say, like, an Aperol spritz. She's like, I've heard about these. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know, but I just thought it was funny because I, all I could imagine is her, like, tapping me on the shoulder and being like, I heard on your podcast, your co-host talking shit about me and Les Miz. Could you imagine? Fuck. I can't. Please. (laughs) That's all. Let's just end on that. Okay. Well, let's begin on the documentary that we watched, which was, it's a, it's actually, I didn't realize it's, uh, so it's a, it's going to be a series on Netflix. It's called Untold. Yes. I watched season one with Ty. There was a couple I came on here and talked about there was the malice at the palace. There was a yes. hockey one. Yeah. So this is season two and it did not disappoint. 
No, and it's two episodes, two hours. Manti Teo, the girlfriend that did not exist, I believe. Yeah. Not really. Um, Okay. Yeah. So, (laughs) top, maybe a top three documentary that made me want to punch the TV and to punch life and to punch everybody involved in that story except for Monti. Is it Monti? Manti. 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 Think think like my Manti. Like Manti. Manti. I feel so bad for that guy. Like, oh. I lost sleep. No, no, no. Like, you guys. Okay, I'm pulling. Okay. I'm, 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 I'm trying while you, to. While you pull up details, I just want to give like a, a prep, a, a, a PSA, if you will. This, I remember this happening. I completely remember the time I, I fully was in college. I totally remember this going down because he, he's my age. This was before, I just need everyone, if you watch it, if you haven't, this was before catfishing was a thing. Like we had never heard of Nev Shulman or whatever, like catfish. <laughs> Right, Neve. The the word didn't even really exist. The, right. No. So so I just want nowadays. If this happened, it, it's so hard for people, I think, to wrap their mind around, especially you little Gen Zers. But that's because this didn't exist. The internet was still a safe space when I went into college. Like we weren't afraid of of people on the web. Okay. <clears throat> so the man at the time who. Posed as Lene. Okay. I'm saying the man at the time because now she's transitioned into a woman. But so that woman, I want to punch her in the face. Okay, wait. For for podcast purposes, because this is a very complicated story, why don't we at the time he was a man? So are we are can you say like I just don't want people confused? Like this wasn't a woman catfishing Manti. Let's just start that. Yes. It this was, was a man. It was a man. Who, and it actually is now begin- a woman. Yes. And, okay. and now in, in the beginning of each episode out of the two of them, it says like at the time that this was recorded, the person who was Lene had not transitioned. Had yet. not. So, yes. So when they were making the documentary, as we know, it takes time. I think she was still him. Yeah. So just... If you saw it, you you know exactly what we're talking about. The fact that that person had the audacity to go on this documentary and be like, just tell it. Like, first of all, she was acting like it was just, oh my God, isn't that wild that I did that? She's like, yeah. So like, you know, like I completely understood, I guess, where he was coming from. But like, it hurt me. I'm like, what do you mean it hurt you? You ruined this man's life. So for me, and, it's and not- nothing happens to her. She should be arrested. Yeah. So nothing she, happens. No, she faked. She faked someone's death. Mo- multiple deaths. Multiple deaths. It, it really got me when she was sitting there describing how she cupped her hands over her mouth to make the sound of like Lene on a breathing at Lene and air quotes on a on breathing tube breathing where she tube. was like, <sighs> Like this person is psychotic. Like I don't want to laugh, but I just need you to know that I'm watching this. So concerned for society. So no, no, no. Concerned. how do you, I didn't, every time something would happen, it kept getting crazier. Okay. First she faked her death, but then can you imagine Natalie? I just, I just need you to, can you imagine talking to someone speaking of death, them dying, you mourning their death and then them texting you and saying, hey, it's me. Call me. Sorry, I got into a little bit of trouble. Like what? <laughs> what? what? However. And the fact that his whole family was okay. like on the phone with this one person posing as a million different people is people? so sick and so wrong. But like, I do want to say that people were really giving him a hard time. At, uh, sorry. People were giving Manti a hard time. How could you be so dumb? How could you be so stupid? Let me just 
hit on a couple things. Number one, this guy is a top, top athlete. So if you really, I was arguing with my dad and I'm like, if you think about it, the guy physically didn't have time for a real girlfriend. So this actually worked out for him. He's like, I don't have to see you. I don't have to be bothered with fighting with you and, and going to visit you, but I can still come home and talk to you. So I'm sure that was a plus to him. Number two, when there's a child involved, you always have to believe it's real. I mean, this woman ha- or this man had a, had a child on the phone saying like, I miss you, Uncle Manta. Like, what? Yeah. Like no. now we've Im- involved Biz- the kid. Bizarre. Absolutely bizarre. And then I I did like how his dad was Manti's was dad was straightforward and was like, how did you not know? Like, I don't understand. But like, yeah, to, to go against what you just said, like it was a couple years of never once being on FaceTime with the no, person. You're right. You're never right. Want, like, OK, like. No, no, no. Listen. Yeah, like, is it sad? Listen. Yeah. Is, should he have known better? Yeah. I don't know. No, like, come Natalie, on. If, really think if, about it. I but just I have to ask. Before, I don't know. <laughs> no, there was what? FaceTime. There was FaceTime. Natalie, if Bobby came to you at 32 years old and you just met him and he said, listen, babe, I've got a past. Okay. I was catfished and I've never really recovered. Like, how do you, how do you physically handle that? I don't know. I would be like, well, honestly, because you know, you my Manti you my, is now married with a baby and and yes. has a baby on the way, and I'm thrilled to announce that. Thrilled to announce that. I would probably look at Bobby and be like, we might need to have a sit down conversation. Like, who do you what? think is more inclined to be catfish, Bobby or Ty? Ty. Ty, a hundred percent. Ty would be like, oh yeah, this person's really nice. <laughs> yeah, no, a hundred percent tie. But like going back to the Lene character, like, are, are we supposed to like feel sorry for him? I don't her? know. I I really because like this because the way that she she said she you know like well I was still figuring out my sexuality. It's like all of that is so- sorry. You like. You just ruined this ruined. man's life and went beyond just a fake profile on, on face on my Facebook. Like and you really took it to the next level. You took down this man's whole career and and made him honestly a laughing stock. I mean, watching the clips on ESPN and late night shows, that was really hard to watch because here's what you have to remember. This was a 19 year old, 20 year old at the time. Like and even Ty was like, what the fuck? I'm like, no, you have to go back to being 20. Like, yeah, no. He just and we didn't know about this. This wasn't a thing. So why I, I don't know. I go <sighs> back and forth because of course it is completely moronic. You, you think how could someone be so? But but he was. No, I get it. I mean, I completely. I mean, he's busy, as you said. I go but back then, and forth. I, I really go you, back and forth. Did you not have absolute chills in the end when he did his little monologue and he's like, I'm gonna like I Bobby and I were watching and we had like tears in our eyes where he's like, I'm doing this. So, you know, I will take a photo if somebody wants to take a picture with me and it's okay if they go ahead and make fun of me behind my back. I'm like, that's a man. That's a, Natalie, that's this is a, a man, man, a this, man. This is a man. And I, is he playing football still? Can we get an update? Like, I'd love to go cheer him on. Yeah, no. So he went after the, he was on the San Diego Chargers and then he went to the Saints for a couple of years. And I think maybe he hasn't played since 2018, but he got a, he got a decent salary and he continued to play. Oh, um, I just, I don't, I don't know what he's doing. I don't think he's, I think he's a free agent. I don't think he's doing anything now, but I, <clears throat> I hope he got some money from this documentary. Dear God. I hope they dear give him a God, big check. Natalie. How about like, the girl whose photo Manti was used? Like, can we get an update on her? Cause I'd be pissed. I'd be like, I was flaunting around this town. Like I could have had him, but, but he liked what I looked like. And I didn't even know he existed. Like what? I was hoping for a twist. Like, and then Manti did fall in love with the real Shanae. Ty literally was like, why don't, why didn't they meet? Hold on, hold on. The most chilling part of the entire episode. When Lene asks the real Lene to send a photo to- of herself with the date. Not I, I genuinely, we had to excuse myself. <laughs> I had to get up and take a breath. The lengths. See, that's what I can't get around. Okay. I understand there were struggles. There were your own personal, but the lies and the lengths 
that we're gone to are what's a little much. That's going beyond just like a lie. That's like, yeah, you're right. This is that that's, that's beyond a lie that, and we're sure that this isn't criminal. Yeah. I I don't, I guess not. She's like doing, I'm unwell. um, She kind of looked like Moana at the end. What she did. Is that okay to say? I mean, she did. She was wearing a skirt with the lay. I kept thinking of like, feel the light in the day. Da, 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 you'll find me. And now I know. Yeah. I don't, I don't know okay. if we're going to need to take that out. But yeah, absolute bizarre. I, the fact uh, that that. Oh, wait. The, 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 the Dr. Phil. The do- wait. Okay. So that is what kept me intrigued. Cause I just, once I heard the voicemails, I said, okay, this clearly there was someone involved. Like when she said that is my voice, I can't even, I can't even sound that feminine. Like my voice can't even sound. Why was I like laughing though? When Dr. Phil's like, I have got eight people sitting here at top experts trying to figure out how that could possibly be your voice. I'm going to need you to lie down. And then she's like, oh, wait, no, but I need to do it behind this curtain and did it. Like, why was I kind of laughing? (laughs) Okay. And then how about when she was like, you know, it was all fair. Like when Manti went on the Today Show with Katie Couric and remember that interview and but then she's like, and then he released the voicemails. And I was like, come on, dude. Like, what do you mean, come on, dude? That was proof oh. in the pudding that he had no idea that you sounded like a woman. Like, this is this is now his, this is now him. She was like me? mad at him. Yeah, she yeah, was she mad was at him. Mad. That's what I'm saying. Like, yes, I know at the core of this story, it is a core about sexuality and struggling and, and everything that she was going to. But for me, it's the lies. Like I actually cannot get over the despicable lies. The lie. And then how about when, how about Katie Kurt? You could never ask this person this question anymore. When she was like, are you, a lot of people are saying like, are you gay? Like imagine, imagine, imagine outing someone like that. Like Like, if you were, I'm saying was, that's what I'm saying. Like you, outing someone on national television, being like, sit here and admit it. it I, I'm sorry to keep going back to it, but it, didn't she fake a car crash and a death? There were two separate. I yes. lost track. Yeah, she did. It was a lot. It was just, it was, it was dirty. It, it gave, it gave, I had to take a shower. I had to rinse. I had to do a bath. I, it was dirty. Well, something that came over my mind was the Derek. And I have to say this. So there, while I'm watching this, I'm thinking to myself, oh my God, Sarah and I have such a good like friendship relationship with Derek. What if Natalie's like not real? Uh, Natalie's like, I talk on the phone with him once a week. Yeah. And I'm like, but we've never FaceTimed. And now I'm like, my mind was spinning and I'm like, oh my God, leave it to me and Sarah to get effing catfished on our <laughs> podcast with Derek. So our hero I, our hero and so i facetime him off the instagram because he's an android can can you can people with iphones facetime someone with an android no. i don't know I, yeah would bizarre so i was like oh he's not you know i can't facetime him so then i'm like oh i'm gonna go to instagram and facetime him and of course little derek picks up and he's like he picks up what and he's the like hell are you doing i'm like he's oh, like thank god derek thank god thank god thank god <laughs> Natalie then three ways me in and I see that I'm getting a call from Derek and the net chicks. So I answer it and Natalie screams. I just want you to know Derek's real. <laughs> and I'm Derek goes, oh my. he goes, I don't have time for this right now. He goes, she's just calling me up out of the blue. I said, Derek, I, tell her to go F off. I don't know what to tell you, man. I go, are you busy? He goes, no, it's not really busy season yet. The guy loves his football. If you guys didn't already know, Derek loves his football. Derek had his Green Bay Packers blanket wrapped around him. He looked very cozy, but he was watching. Oh, he, college. he was, he was watching football. But oh, and then I hung up, and he's like, "Lord have mercy, Natalie. Lord have mercy." And I was like, "Derek, <laughs> I, you, I, I can sleep now. Thank you." And then he took it to the Facebook group, and he said, "How did it feel, Sarah, to have me on Facetime when Nat calls me out of the blue?" I said, "It was a lovely Sunday evening day. Thank you for that." I'm just, you know what? I like this untold series. Ty watched another one about a NBA ref who was betting 
I got hooked halfway through. So you guys throw it on. If you want to be sporty, sporty spice, throw it on. I liked it though. I'm glad we watched it. I could have lived without it, but everyone's talking about it. So I kind of felt we needed to. So thanks for making me watch it. See, like, I don't think I could have lived without that. Like, I think that is something that is going to run through my mind. Like forever, forever. Fucking weird. I just, I pray that he's happy. He seems happy. He seems like he's come out of this and I'm so thankful whoever, whatever producer, whatever writer, whatever journalist decided to go and make this documentary about him. Or maybe it was him. Like I'm, I'm thrilled yeah. that he had his chance to tell this story. What Me a too. good Me feeling too. for him. Totally. Redemption. Um, something that I have watched and completed is severance. And you know, I've, we've said this before, Trudy's working on severance season two and I don't know why I hadn't seen it yet. Trudy was like, no, sit down and watch this with me. You guys, it's on Apple TV. It's r- like one of the best shows I've ever seen. It is so well done. It's not scary. You you just, it's just because when I first saw the preview, I was like, is this going to be scary? Like, it's not yeah. that I don't like scary, but it's so good. And it almost gives, remember that documentary that we watched, like the one with the obsessed no the movie the show on netflix yeah yeah like take that but put like unreal actors in and then put like a million dollars in each episode behind it and it's just like so good and the whole time you're like what is going on like you know it's about these it's about these people working at an office called lumen when they walk through the doors of lumen their memory from the outside world is erased and then but they can leave so then when they leave you know, they were back to real life, back to real life, but they have no idea what's going on at their workplace. So it's really good. And Sarah, I feel like you would love it. I feel like your Here parents would love it. She goes, no, no, Miss I'm actually, America. I'm actually saying like, I really think that I know. you would like I, it. It's so I'm not good. opposed to it. I'm not opposed to it. It's just, you know, coming down, finding the time. I'm sure it'll happen. I don't know if it'll happen for this podcast, but I, I, I I'm not, not gonna watch it it's it's really good so me and trudy were watching that loved it and yeah i meant to ask you last episode while we're just kind of doing housekeeping right now are we doing housekeeping i don't know is that the term anyways housekeeping did you watch the game of thrones update or whatever it's called reboot sequel prequel? thank you for bringing that up i know you're a big got gal i am not so no, I have yet to see it because I have two episodes left of the final season of the original Game of Thrones, and I just wanted to finish it. The new show has nothing to do with Game of Thrones. I mean, it's one of the stories. It's about like, this is going to mean nothing to you. It's about the Targaryens before. Oh, sweet Jesus. So, so it's, it's a like prequel. A pre- it's a prequel to one family in to the one. show. Okay. So it's not like I needed to finish Game of Thrones in order yeah. to like refresh, but I'm, I have two episodes left and then yes, absolutely. I'm going You'll to be start it. There's in. been like, it's every Sunday and I'm going to catch up in like one day. And then th- I love, I loved nothing more than like tuning into HBO on Sunday night for a show. And it I already could... got renewed for a second season. Oh. Actually the, sh- the showrunner just quit or left. So little spooky. I don't know what's going on there, but yeah, I absolutely am going to watch it. It got great reviews and it's, the director of it is like the director of like some of the main Game of Thrones episodes, which were my favorite. Okay, so, so. it's given got vibes. I just oh, like yeah. Saying I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, definitely gonna watch that. And well, I really have been loving these documentaries. I have. Well, you know me. Come on, please. But I, I just want to say we've been getting a lot, and by a lot, I mean a lot of messages about the Bravo world. Like there is so much to touch on and to catch up on. I feel bad that we're not doing it this episode because I I have been getting many messages about Beverly Hills. But if it's all right with you, if we could take a break, you know, I've had a lot of heaviness. Okay. Senior man tie is it's been a lot of, it's been an emotional roller coaster. So I'd love to catch up on my Bravo if that's all right with you and discuss next week. Because Beverly For Hills, sure. um, whatever the hell is going on in Beverly Hills, like call the police, like ring the alarms, somebody help, send help. Send help. And I just, I can't wait to catch up on Beverly Hills so I can understand why you posted that you slammed your computer shut. 
It's honestly, it's so intense. I can't wait for you to catch up because I can't wait to hear your takes. And, and, we and have to a... see. What? What do we have? Sorry, I interrupted you. Okay. Remember remember called, when that girl said that you it's kept called interrupting the nut, Craig? Yeah. It's, like, it's called The Nut Chicks. Look it up. Salt Lake City season three trailer dropped. Yeah. So, so I feel like. I think Next we're going to be like, head, we're, we're heading back into the Bravo time direction season. And there's a lot of movie, you know, I best movies come out like October, November. So like, I can't wait to be going back to the theater. And obviously I'm going to see, don't worry, darling. And I'll give a full report. Why am I talking like five months ahead of us? But yeah, for next week, know. Bravo. But <laughs> next week bravo because we've got a lot going down in beverly hills honestly i'd almost be so inclined to see if maggie can come on and just break it down for us because it's a lot and you know BravoCon is coming up and it's been circulating that andy's gonna make a bombshell like statement or announcement so a lot of people think he's retiring second yeah. a lot of people think he's about to come in and fire pretty much every single one of beverly hills and like start from ground zero so it'll be really interesting especially after i mean I'll say it once. I'll say it again. Someone take Rinna's phone away. Take it. Why is Kanye posting? Why is what? Rinna's, you guys, Kanye's Instagrams. I can't get on. I can't even begin to uncrack that can of worms right now. But wow. no, I can't either. I can't hmm. either. Why do I feel like he's about to team up with Manti? Like, why do I feel like Kanye's next post is about to be a picture of Manti and be like, just like justice for this man. He's the new face of Yeezy. Well, he should. And also, did you see that Kim posted about that documentary? I wonder like when Kim posts about documentaries, okay. I feel like she definitely gets paid. But now I'm triggered. Like, do you remember when Kim was posting about how she watched Bridgerton 12 times? Like, spoiler alert, Bridgerton isn't that good. And if you think it is, you haven't seen Gilded Age. Like, I, I don't know what to tell you. And remember when she was on a kick in like her group chat being yeah. like, oh my God, it was like post-divorce vibes, pre-Pete, we get it. No, I think this was during Pete. Oh my God. Like the sex vibes were just vibing. And I, for some reason, if she posts about a show, I automatically don't want to watch it. Sorry. Yeah, no, I kind of agree. I'm like, also like you're about like six months too late, but okay. Happy that you're getting, literally um, <laughs> happy that you're getting your Bridgerton. Like something that I could see her posing is like, oh my gosh, just found out about Peacock TV, like obsessed with the show. It's like Kim, the office came out 15 years yeah, yeah. ago. Yeah, she's going to post like, have you guys seen Breaking Bad? <laughs> like, yeah, Kim, we saw it six years ago. So no, more than six years ago. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm kind of the same, but I just, I don't care. You know, the group chats when they post their group chats popping off about shows. Okay, cool. I have one thing to say before we end this. Yeah. I was on, <laughs> of course, TikTok. And I'm, I'm on the anxiety train of TikTok. You know, it's like if you if anybody opened up my TikTok, they'd be like, is she OK? But this girl, she gave a little tip on how she doesn't like she handles her anxiety or she like betters herself. And I really liked this. Okay. She goes, pick a date from like in the future from today. So whatever today is, which is September 5th. She's like, OK, so on October 1st. Do everything you can up until October 1st to make the October 1st Natalie happy. So if you don't want to go to the gym, maybe the September 5th Natalie doesn't want to, but the October 1st Natalie is going to be really thankful that, you know, she went to the gym and like, she's okay. like, set, goal set goals for the October 1st Natalie and do this and that. And I'll post, I'll post her TikTok, but then Please she's like, and when October 1st comes, send then pick an, another, another. Day. give yourself three more months to say to make goals you know, on where where your future self on a certain date wants to be as a planner i really could have used this a year ago and i'm really loving the advice i'm gonna post it because she went into like better better detail but i really liked that so i think i'm gonna pick a date to I, like I, why don't okay well the podcast just came out today it's thursday happy thursday so today is October. Sorry. I'm psycho. Today is September 8th. Natalie, should we set a date? Okay. Should we do a month? Should we do October 8th? Yeah, let's do October. Are 8th. you thinking, are you thinking more small scale? Like, are you needing no, sooner or I, no, do you want to go big? Do you want to go February 23rd? Like you tell me. No, I'm, I want to go October 8th. Okay. October 8th. 
Are you going to pick one too? And we can like kind of update our October 8th selves oh, or no? I, I thought we just did that together. I thought we oh, both yeah, just picked October 8th. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. October 8th. Off of that, with you leaving us with such, I just like had a panic attack in my mind thinking about October 8th because the future freaks me out. With you leaving us with such beautiful words, I mm. myself have beautiful words that I heard that I think could help you that I was going to send to you in a text, but I'll just say it out loud. Maybe I've said it before. I once heard wise words. Let me make sure I'm saying it correctly. And it can, it could really deal with anxiety. It could really help you with anything. Honestly, it's a little, if you put it towards anything in your life, are you ready? Yep. Just because it's familiar doesn't mean it's healthy. Let that, let that marinate. Okay, people? Yeah. Just because it's familiar doesn't mean it's healthy. So that could go along with October 8th. From now until October 8th, you know, Especially, whether. Well, I can just, I can apply that to like a feeling. Exactly. Like this isn't a healthy feeling. Like, oh, I'm starting to feel homesick. Like, no, it's totally. not healthy. Like, just pick it up. Move I just, it along, Natalie. That oh, I, I cannot for the life of me remember who or where or what, but I just feel like it's such an it's such an odd statement, but it's very health could be anything mentally, mm -hmm. physically, spiritually, physically, you know, healthy is a lot of things and yeah. familiarity. Live your life, people. See you October 8th <laughs> on that yeah. note. No, I like that. Okay, so next no, week, bravo. No, I love next that. Week, next week, you know, bravo. Bravo. All things okay. bravo. Okay. Well, maybe you guys pick a date too and let us know. Post about it in the Facebook group. Leave a review. Tell us your date for your future self. Can you imagine our future selves October 8th? Excuse me. We have to, I have to remind myself though to do it. We're totally, I just know. Gonna put, I'm going to put a sticky note on my door to say October 8th and like write my goals under October 8th. Okay. Great. And then, and then that <laughs> sticky note's going to fall off and I'm yeah. going to forget and it. Then and then you're going to like rip up the sticky note in like a moment of rage in like a week. Yeah. Okay. Well, this was lovely. This was um, lovely. Okay. Have a great rest of your week. Leave us a review. We love you and scene. Thanks for listening, everyone. Remember that you can catch a new episode of the net chicks every single Thursday. So make sure you subscribe because you don't want to miss any of the action. I'm telling you. And you know that we want to hear from you. So please leave a review and maybe rate us. I don't know. You know the drill. While you're at it, follow us on Instagram for more day-to-day -day coverage at the net chicks. Talk to you all next week. We love you and scene. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.